Welcome to the Rare Find Voices podcast. My name is Robin Koenig, and I'm the CEO and founder of Rare Find. I'm a self-improvement junkie, certified professional coach, podcast host, and public speaker. And I'm a wife and mom of four teenagers. I'm an expert at helping people use their gifts to take intentional action and get intentional results. How do I do this? By helping you realize your gifts and use them as your superpowers. I love challenging people to think differently, see things differently, and then do things differently to create powerful change in their life. Each week, I'll share my voice and bring forward another rare fine voice to help you uncover your gifts, step into that power, and allow your brilliance to shine through. Believe me, I know how it feels to struggle with feeling good enough, pretty enough, smart enough, successful enough, and deal with major life transitions such as getting married, getting divorced, changing jobs, or having kids. This podcast is for you if you want to be more confident in your own skin, transform your mindset, and get out of your own way. If you're ready to show the world your greatest gifts, then keep listening because you are a rare find. So let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of Rare Find Voices. I'm so excited. I have a special guest here today. Her name is Jenny Berry, and she is the founder and owner of Fit Healthy Happy You. Jenny lives in San Diego, California with her husband, her son, and her golden retriever. She's a certified group fitness instructor, an NASM certified nutrition coach, and a certified 21-day sugar detox coach. She also taught elementary school for 10 years and has a passion for teaching and inspiring. She loves helping people find solutions to many of the things that cause overwhelm in our daily lives, like making healthy choices and habits despite being busy. When she's not working, she loves spending time with her family and friends and being active outdoors. She's definitely a Southern California girl who loves the sunshine and the beach. Welcome, Jenny. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so happy to have you, and I will tell everybody that Jenny is a longtime friend of mine as well. We used to be neighbors living right across the street from each other with little, with little kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've known each other for a my, long time. My first friend that I met in our neighborhood who oh, taught me what, what the paleo diet was. <laughs> I feel like that was forever ago when we, you know, had these little, these little monkeys running around the neighborhood and we were just kind of like, how do we do this? Like, I think we taught each other so much about parenting. Mm -hmm. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. So, um, so here we are full circle and it's been so awesome to see you come into an industry that really stemmed from so much of your own personal life experience and your passion for health and wellness. So can you just give a little bit of background about what led you to doing what you do today? Sure. Well, I've always had a passion for fitness. Even when I was young, my dad would always take us to the gym on Sundays. It was family day. I just loved to, and then when I got older as a teenager, I loved taking classes. So I always was inspired um, about group fitness. So when in my you know early 20s, I became a group fitness instructor. So I had a passion. I always had a passion for teaching. Um, I also was an elementary school teacher for about 10 years. So again, teaching and inspiring and helping others has just been a, just been something that's important to me. But what led me, led me to become a health and fitness coach more so much with in uh, coaching people through nutrition was stuff that I went through after I had my son Colby. 
I developed a whole host of um, digestive problems and I did not feel well. I felt tired all the time. Everything I ate made me feel sick. I felt bloated and it was quite frustrating. I was going from doctor to doctor, trying to use my insurance <laughs> to, you know, to pay for all these things and, and figure out what, what was going on. And, um, and, you know, I had endoscopies, I was on prescription medications to help nausea, and I was feeling worse. And so it wasn't until I sought out a nutritionist who really helped dial in my diet. And I always thought I was someone that was very health conscious and ate well. But what I didn't realize was I wasn't eating well for what was going on in my body. So she taught me a lot of things about nutrition. And a little by little, I was seeing a lot of improvement. So I went gluten-free. And after I went gluten-free, I'm like, wow, I feel so much better. My stomach doesn't hurt as much anymore. And then then I went dairy-free and then it was soy-free. And before you know it, I was free of a lot of things. But what I did notice was that I was feeling better and better. Um, the, the thing is, with my... Um, nutritionist that I was seeing, there was, there came to, there was a point where she's like, you know what? I think you would benefit from seeing a naturopathic doctor because I think there's still some stuff going on that you might need to go see someone for this, a specialist for this. So I saw uh, her naturopathic doctor that she recommended. And I already just like felt like a breath of fresh air once I went in there because she kind of knew exactly what I was going through. And um, lo and behold, she was able to figure out what was going on with, with my digestive issues and was able to diagnose it. And I had to go on a whole um, treatment plan. And it, it was not easy. I was given a long list of uh, no foods and a very short list of yes foods that I was allowed to eat. But through that experience, I at first had a pity party because I was frustrated that I wasn't able to eat just whatever I wanted and I had to restrict and eliminate and and this is going to be so hard. But through that experience, I gained a wealth of knowledge about nutrition and about the healing powers of my body. And after going through the treatment and, and cleaning up my diet and learning what worked for me and my body, I was amazed at how good I felt. I was amazed that I'm like, wow, I haven't felt this good in years. And I just saw what a change that lifestyle, diet, your diet, and and what you're putting in your in your body can have a tremendous positive effect on your health and wellness, and it can also have a negative effect. And so, but this this positive benefit I experienced was just it, it was it was something within me had to share it with everybody. So anyone who would talk to me about digestive issues, I, I would just give them advice. I was like I couldn't be quiet about it. Cause it was just like, wow, I feel so much better. And, and from that experience, I just knew that I wanted to help others and others were gravitating towards me too. Like, Hey, what did you do to fix your digestive problems? So um, with that, I became a 21 day sugar detox coach to help people uh, learn how to get off processed food and sugar and also became a nutrition coach. And I realized what I, what I love most about coaching is making people realize that it's doable, that it's doable to change your habits and your lifestyle. And it doesn't have to be hard and it doesn't have to be overwhelming because I know it can be overwhelming. And so that's, that's what I really love to help people with is, you know, when, when you're first given a like, Hey, you got to exercise, you got to, 
you, you got to make sure you exercise. You got to make sure you get enough sleep. You got to stop eating sugar. You got to, you know, make sure you're eating a whole foods based diet. You got to get outside. You got to sleep well. It can be overwhelming when you're a parent, you work full time. It's like, how do you check all those boxes to make sure you're just living a healthy lifestyle and, and maintaining your health? Because there's so much to do in a day, right? <laughs> so that's I what that. I like to help people with is, is the little things that, that make healthy, uh, um, healthy eating and implementing healthy lifestyles so they can um, feel and look their best on the inside and out. That's long-winded, that. but that's it. <laughs> no, no. And it's, and it's so great. And, and, you know, again, going back to kind of what you were sharing is like, you were personally experiencing something that you didn't, you didn't have the answers for. Mm -hmm. And so many times, you know, like you mentioned that frustration of like, I don't know how to fix this. I don't know what to do differently, but you have this sense of curiosity, you know, of, of learning. And so you followed that almost kind of like, well, this is a, this is a problem I'm going to figure this out. Right. right you know, like, right. let's kind of find some, some, some nuggets of something, try and put this puzzle together. And along the way, because you've got this passion to, you know, serve and share with others and, you know, provide learning and information and knowledge, um, it's turned into something that now you can really do it, you know, on a broader level beyond just what's worked for you. And so tell me a little bit about the kinds of people and the kinds of clients that you work with now based on all of this, you know, your own personal life experience and how you develop it into a business. Yeah. So I've worked with a variety of clients, but when people come to me, generally the people that come to me are the ones that are busy. <laughs> the ones that feel overwhelmed that they've got, again, so many things on their to-do list and don't know how to implement it all. So what, um, I'm sorry, and if I'm getting off track with, with the question, just let me know. But what I do is I coach people in groups and but can you repeat the specific things that you wanted me to answer with that question? Yeah. Yeah. So just the kind of people that you work with now that you've got this as a business beyond just what you were trying to solve for yourself. What is that? Yeah. What does that look like? You, you were saying you've got groups, you've got personal coaching. How does that all come to life in the fit, healthy, happy you? Yeah. So what I realized is that people really like accountability. They like having either a coach or a group that can hold them accountable for uh, maintaining um, their habits. So having, having group and individual coaching is something that I offer. Um, a lot of people just want help learning how to eat nutritiously, how to kick the sugar habit, how to stop eating processed foods, how to you know, exercise efficiently, and they just need some help in those areas. And what I like to do is offer people those doable solutions in either a group coaching setting virtually, or they can do it, uh, they can do it in person as well. So there's lots of different options for a variety of different people. And what we do is we meet weekly. Um, when I do a coaching group, we meet weekly and we have a coaching call. And we also have a private Facebook group where it's a safe place to ask your questions, to get lots of advice from other people that are going through similar situations. But for the majority of people, like I said before, it's, it's the people that feel very overwhelmed by just trying to implement these healthy habits and feel like they, they, they don't go very far when they do it independently. And so it's having a coach, having someone help 
you with tools and strategies that you can implement and, and pretty much being people's cheerleader. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, it's so funny. You, you've said, you know, obviously the words like overwhelm and frustration and stuff, and it's so common. And I mean, you would know this more than me, but I know from my own personal experience, like when something doesn't go very well, you don't see the results that you really want, or, right. you know, you quote, fall off the wagon, you know, you do it for a little while and then something gets really hard and you're not seeing the result and you just give up. Like right. that is so common, especially in fitness and in nutrition. Right. And so not only like giving them, like you said, the, the support, right? The, the cheerleading, the, the coaching, you can do it, but also things that are going to remove the overwhelm and the barriers right. that are in the way. Like what are some of the most common barriers to people, um, maybe specifically in nutrition, mm -hmm. of getting the results that they want, making a change? Yeah, I think one of the biggest common barriers is at time and not knowing what to cook how to cook, how to shop, um, and making the time to learn how to, how to do those skills. And so I like to give people, people those quick and efficient tips. I think one of the two common words I use when I'm on social media, when I'm sharing a tip is quick and easy. And not everything is a quick and easy fix, but I like to give, especially, like I said, the busy person, the quick and easy tips and strategies with cooking, with shopping, with exercise, that they're going to um, be able to implement those habits and strategies so they gain momentum and they want to do more and they want to do more once they start seeing those results and realizing, oh, well, you know what, that meal did not take that long to make. That took me 10 minutes. And you know what, I didn't need a lot of ingredients for that meal. Oh, hey, that wasn't that hard. Oh, you know what, I can go a little further on my walk this time or all those things, all those, I just listened to one doctor, Dr. Tom O'Brien, who I love, uh, one of his webinars I was listening to this past week, and he says, um, base hits win the ball game. And I love that, base hits win the ball game. And it's the little things, the little habits that you implement, whether it's like cooking those meals, making sure you're getting your sleep, uh, getting that exercise in, and you're going to see those results and you're not going to see them usually the very next day. And that's, what's the hardest thing for people. It's like, it, it takes a little bit, but once you get these successes, you start gaining momentum and you're going to start feeling a little bit better every day. And that's just truly rewarding to see people experience those positive benefits. And then by yeah. the end of their month of coaching, I feel great. <laughs> and a lot of people have lost the weight. They have energy. Their blood sugar is regulated. They um, feel on top of the world. And my hope is that I can help people continue living that healthy lifestyle. I love that. And it's funny because so, I mean, you and I both, we're both like, I call it a self-improvement junkie. Like yes. I know you, you read a ton of the same stuff I do or listen to audiobooks, mm -hmm. listen to podcasts. Like, you know, I know that to be true because you're always like in your kitchen cooking or prepping food <laughs> and you've got your headphones in and, you know, listening to something or sharing it, which I love that. Mm -hmm. um, but it reminds me a lot of, you know, what James Clear talks about in Atomic yes. Habits and that 1% improvement, right? It doesn't have to be where, you know, you, you made this massive change and, that's what I think can be really overwhelming in anything you're trying right. to improvement is, oh my gosh, I have to, you know, like if I want to improve my business, I have to like do a complete 180 mm -hmm. or, you know, if I want to improve my health and wellness, why well, I have to lose 50 pounds. Like it's, it compounds on right. itself, those right. little bits, you know, that all of a sudden over time, which it does take, 
you're going to go, Oh, wow. Check that out. Like it's actually working. Right. So I love that the fact that you're able to help people see that. And to be honest, you know, I, I talk about this a lot too with my clients is like time isn't always the barrier, right? We think it is, we say right. it is, right. but the reality is, and I'll call people out on this, is the belief is that time is the issue. Well, yeah. it just means it's not a priority. Ex- it's not I, a priority. Yes, it's not a priority. And yeah. that's totally okay, right? There's no judgment in saying, that's not a priority for me. Guess right. what? I've been stuck in my house for how long has it been? Like a month or whatever yeah. now, yeah. right? With this whole quarantine thing going on the pandemic. Right. right. And how many times have I said I really should clean my closet? It has nothing to do with the time. It's because it's not a priority. And guess what? I really don't want to do it. Right. So right. <laughs> there is another great quote. I think it's John John F. Kennedy that said this too. It's the time to wait, I think it's the time to fix the roof is when the sun is shining. And I love that too. It's like, especially now during this, these crazy times we're on the stay at home mandate and this terrible virus is sweeping through our, our world um, is to make health a priority. And so like, and I mean, I know the sun might not be shining right now, but now is the time to really take, uh, take control and make your health, I think, a priority. I think a lot of people are realizing that, I hope more than ever. Yeah, no, I totally agree. And it's, and it's hard. Like you said, it's, it's, you know, there's overwhelm it, this kind of stuff is difficult to change. So there's Mm -hmm. no doubt about that. So, um, based on what you're saying, like, what are a couple of things that, you know, kind of more on the mass level, like I know you're very specific and individual with your clients, but like right now, what are a couple of good tips you could give to people that are stuck in their house that maybe have more home cooking than they're used to having less opportunity to get out there and, you know, do their typical shopping. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're kind of feeling a little bit cooped up and maybe a little cray cray with their kids running around. Like what are some <laughs> couple of tips that you could give to people right now? Uh, that they could do? A couple of tips regarding the cooking is that I know right now we can't just go to the, gro- well, most of us, we just can't go to the grocery store whenever we want. We're trying to limit the amount of times we're going out to the store. Right. Um, or usually getting home delivery, um, if you can. So a couple of things, it's, you know, it, I'm someone that is not a recipe creator. I, I have never been someone, I wish I was a dasher and that I could just dash this spice. Oh, look what I've just created. But I have always been, I wasn't always a cook, believe it or not. I did. I was scared to cook like chicken. <laughs> I wouldn't want to cook meat. But through that experience of what I had to go to to heal my my gut, I had to learn to cook from scratch. And so again, I had to make it a priority. It wasn't a priority before, but I, you know, I had, I had to fix the roof. (laughs) So what I suggest now is hard because, you know, if you look at a recipe, you go, oh shoot, I don't have cilantro or I don't have that that, um, that ingredient. But what I have been doing that's been really helpful and forced me to be a little bit more creative with what I'm making is I'll go on Pinterest and I will go on also the 21 day sugar detox.com where there's recipes and I'll look, I'll take inventory of what I have in my fridge what kind of proteins, what kind of stuff I have in my pantry, what vegetables. And for example, like we had ground beef. And so I was like, all right, what, what's a good recipe that I can make with ground beef? And I just typed in, you know, 
paleo ground beef recipe. It doesn't have to be paleo, but um, that's just an example. And so many recipes came up. I looked at the ones that had minimal ingredients and we found some really great recipes. So also if you have kids to another tip, so that would be number one is take inventory what you have even though you don't, you don't have to go find recipes based on a cookbook, I would take what you have and look up <laughs> recipes with what you can make with what you have. Um, so that's number one. Um, number two is try to get your kids involved, especially if they're a little bit older, assign them some cooking responsibilities. I think that would be really helpful. I know a lot of people are saying, oh my gosh, my kids are on the screen so much. Well, give them a job. I think that would be you know, really great. Um, and helpful to have your kids maybe find some recipes based on the ingredients that you have, have them be creative and, and how great they're gonna feel that they were able to help uh, their family eat a good meal. And then also I think too, just for ambiance and, and making and changing things up is maybe eating in your dining room, light some candles and, and you know, put on some good lighting, some fun music and, and serve it like a restaurant and, and focus on that. So that's, that's for the, the, the cooking part. Also, some of the things that I've utilized um, is we use a meat subscription. I know a lot of these companies are uh, on kind of back order right now and, and delayed in some of their shipments, but like I use uh, ButcherBox sends me quality uh, pasture-raised meats to my door. Also, uh, another great company is Thrive Market, where it's like a healthy Costco, online Costco, and they're backed up right now too, but they're also great. So I know I can, I can get some of my healthy pantry items delivered uh, to my door without having to go to the store, but you just got to think ahead a little bit. Um, I love, I love all of those tips. Um, you know, I'm laughing because I'm, I'm like the opposite of you as far as the cooking piece. Like I have a really hard time following recipes because my brain is like, eh, you're a dasher. I'm like, eh, what is it? I don't know what a tablespoon is. Let's just kind of put some of that in or whatever. But that's okay. I, just, I know, I know. And, and that's just how I am. And it's, um, and I've always really loved to cook. And so, um, but I think sometimes it, like you said, it can be really overwhelming to be like, I don't know what to cook. And I only have these three things. And so instead of feeling like I have to know what to do, I yeah. love your idea of going onto Pinterest or going somewhere and putting in, you know, like chicken, broccoli, rice, yeah. and see like what pops up. And right. then- just get inspired. And guess what? Most of the time people are going to enjoy it. You're going to be like, Oh, maybe I could have used a little of this or a little of that in my house. Right. It's always like that probably needs some hot sauce or whatever, but right. <laughs> you right. know, but having fun with it and knowing that, you know, it's still going to be something fun for your family or, you know, even if you're by yourself, like you get to try it out on yourself and be like, Hey, did I like this? And if so, make more and put it in the freezer. And then you're right. going to save yourself, you know, the time some other day that you're just like, I don't really want to cook. You're going to have something really simple right. to grab. And you're going to get, and those people that are, don't really get their hands dirty in the kitchen. I'm sure right now you kind of have to, you're forced to, I, I almost think it's a blessing. It's a blessing that you're getting it. it it may be not for the people that <laughs> don't want to cook, but you're, uh, you, you're kind of like forced to learn how to get your hands dirty in the kitchen. And, and what I like to coach people through is like, learn how to make some of these meals so that you could put them in your routine. So once you get really good at some of these meals that are simple and easy to do, uh, they become part of your rotation. And then it becomes more automation, which, you know, with, with habits, it's like, it takes up less of your brain space and your energy because you're just automating habits that, um, that are good for you. And it becomes natural and you're going to get better and better at it. And you're going to learn 
food swaps and ways to cook that hopefully are um, to, to promote your overall health and, and wellness. But what I really like to help people with is give people the strategies, the food swaps, you know, like, okay, I love chips and salsa, but Jenny, what's it, what I want to feel like I'm eating chips and salsa, but I know I shouldn't be eating all these chips. Like what is something I could do where I still get the crunch and that you can still have the salsa, but what, what can you do? So I, that is my favorite thing to help people with because when I was going through my uh, gut protocol and treatment, I mean, a lot of my favorite foods were ripped from me <laughs> um, just for a period of time. But I had to learn how to satisfy like, hey, you know, I really want pasta, but I can't have those noodles. So what can I do? And I have learned so much through that experience where I just love giving people solutions. I'm like, hey, you want this food? You miss a good like chocolate cake? Here's what I do. <laughs> so that, I, that, that is my favorite thing to help people with is giving them those solutions without feeling like they're deprived and realizing that food can still taste good without having to have a negative effect on your health and have more of a positive impact from some of the good nutrients that you're eating. I love that. I love that. And, and you're literally like transitioning into the next question that I want to ask you about, because, you know, like you said, you went through a process where it wasn't necessarily by choice. Mm -hmm. I mean, you were dealing with a health issue that you really needed to find something to improve your health. Like it was not something you could just ignore. Yeah. Um, it wasn't like, Oh, I want, you know, I want to maybe be more toned or lose a few pounds or whatever. Like those are all by choice. Um, but for you, it really was something you needed to figure out. And yeah. so there are, you know, I call these like defining moments in our life when we realize that, you know, we can have an impact, right? Mm -hmm. Something's happening, but we can have an impact because there's a gift that we possess. I call it a gift because it's something that we can share with others mm -hmm. that really become a superpower for us because we can use it and apply it. And so I'm curious for you, what comes to mind when you think of a gift that you have that perhaps in a defining moment you learned about and that you now use as that superpower tool to help impact other people? Okay. I think a gift is, and I guess, and even this stems from when I was in my twenties and realizing I want to be a teacher, I feel like I have a gift to be able to explain things to people and break it down and make things doable and make it so that, and if it's a synonym, achievable and, and make them feel like they can do it. And that's my, that's my favorite thing. And I feel like it is a superpower to be able to give people that information and make them feel empowered to make changes. But I do know, I do know, like you were saying, it takes sometimes a problem that needs to be solved right away for people to make that change. And I hope I can be of service to those people when they're ready. Like, Jenny, I need to make the change. I, I just want to help them. <laughs> I, I just, I, I, I can't state how, stated enough how passionate I am about helping people just realize that they can take their health in their own hands and, and make positive changes towards a better life. Yeah. And that is, it is such a gift. And I love that, that it's hard sometimes for us to understand what those gifts are. And so um, I would absolutely a thousand percent agree with that as oh, far as you. For you, like you said, it's not just having the information, mm -hmm. but being able to disseminate it, to be able to mm -hmm. give it to somebody in a, I don't want to use a pun, but digestible. Yes. <laughs> amount for them to go okay like i yes. can do not yeah. so much that i it doesn't be doesn't add to the overwhelm right um 
what tells people they don't want to do something anymore when that triggers their brain to like not want to do it when it's not manageable. So right, um, right. I think that's I a really yeah, and I felt that way when I was a, a school teacher too. Like when I was younger, math was not always my best subject. But then once I'm like, I got it. I'm like, I get it. <laughs> you know. And then you teach it. You have to teach it to fourth graders and teach it to an audience that needs to have it broken down. I think, you know, and then you see the light bulbs go off and you see them get it when you're explaining things in a way that they understand. It's just is, is, is truly a great feeling. Yeah. And, and you do it from a place of uh, care and compassion, you know, and, and again, I know you so well, but it comes through in the coaching work that, you know, you're really coming from a place of, of love, right, from your heart. And so at the same time, you also have this powerful amount of knowledge and, you know, not, it's not always like the certifications, but you have experienced so many things that, you know, for a client to come to you, like, it's, it's such an awesome opportunity. I'm, I'm giving you some props here, but because I know like <laughs> Thank you, Gavin. as a coach to say, not only do you have the knowledge and the certifications, like, oh yeah, cool, cool. But you're able to do it in a way that is like, you know how valuable it is and you've done it for yourself and you really want to serve and do it in a way that people are going to go, oh my gosh, I needed that. And yes, so, uh, yes, yeah. yes. It just, it really, it truly warms my heart when people participate in my groups and I ask for testimonials. I said, okay, can you tell me some of the things you benefited from? And I, I just, it makes me feel so good to see like, oh my gosh, my gut is feeling better. I have better mood, my energy. I can fit into my jeans. I am sleeping better or, you know, everybody has different results. You know, results vary when they're making changes, but hearing the positive benefits that people experience just is my fuel to keep, to keep going, to keep doing what yeah. I'm doing. Yeah. Well, by the way, I don't think anybody's wearing jeans right now because if you're not wearing yoga pants <laughs> in your house, then I think I you're saw that. What are you trying to prove if you're wearing jeans? Seriously, I can't remember last time I wore a pair of jeans. So um, I, I did it the other day. I was like, what am I doing? <laughs> I know. What? Real clothes? Forget it. We're all going to be like in this like crazy place when we all of a sudden have to go out into public and wear real clothes. Like it's going to be like we're coming out to the light and everybody's going to stare up to the sky. It's going to be yeah. so bizarre. But, yes. Um, yeah. But I wanted to ask you, okay, so I know that, um, and I want to say like in the, you know, when things were normal, but honestly, I look at it as like, it's not, we're not going to go back to what we mm -hmm. used to do in mm -hmm. every place, which is probably a really good thing. I know I've learned a lot about myself in this mm -hmm. current situation, things that I would want to change, but tell me a little bit about perhaps like um, a morning or evening routine that really works for you that helps keep you motivated towards, again, like, you know, being consistent and living the kind of healthier lifestyle that you really want for that optimal health. Oh yeah, absolutely. This is something I talk about over and over again with my clients is that the routine, I think, and the habits that we start implementing in the structure, I think is one of the most important things we can do. Um, so I think it starts at night, actually, before your morning is that you kind of think about your day. Cause I think before we go to bed, there's so many thoughts that probably go through our head. Right. Um, so having a good evening routine, I think is really important in making sure that you are going to bed in a decent hour. Uh, I know that's really hard when everybody wants to watch their, uh, what is it? The tiger show or <laughs> the tiger King. <laughs> there's so many shows, but is, is really being disciplined with your sleep 
and also uh, kind of in your mind, creating what you need to do for the next day. So preparing everything you need for the next day so that when you wake up in the morning, despite being on quarantine or staying at home or whatever, that you are ready to go for your day. So it's, it's planned. So I like to make a list of my top three most important tasks I want to tackle the next day. Cause I think having that in my head and knowing what I'm going to do, um, sets my tone for the day and it makes me focused. Also, if I'm going to work out in the morning, making sure I have my workout outfit ready. I, you know, making sure that I, um, what else? I have my workout outfit. I pick my top three things. I try to give myself a cutoff time, setting my alarm and doing all the things that I need to do to prepare for the morning. And then I think that really does help. And the days that I don't do it, I feel it. I feel off. I don't feel myself. Um, but the days I do do that, I feel like I'm on top of the world. Now in the mornings, this is what my morning routine is something that's very sacred. But I will say that like during this stay at home time, there's days where I'm like, I don't feel like doing it. I feel like sleeping in. But again, the days I don't do it, I feel like crap, to be honest. <laughs> the days that I let myself watch the news too much, um, go down social media rabbit holes and do all that. I'm like, what did I just do with my time that, you know? what did I just do? I don't, I don't feel any better. I feel worse. So morning routine, I get myself up. I know some people might not like this. Like some people are more night owls, but I prefer to get myself up early before my family. And even during the stay at home mandate, because, you know, I have a 10 year old who is still like, still needs his mom. <laughs> he's not, I mean, he's independent, but they still, you know, they still need you. And I like to have my quiet time. So I get myself up like an hour to an hour and a half. Although with this quarantine, like I should get myself up at three to have a lot more time to myself. <laughs> but I get myself up early and I go downstairs, I go in my garage and I do a workout. I, you know, I do either, I'm a fitness instructor. So I'll either do something that I would have done in my class or I follow a couple of workouts and some of my, I'll just give some of my favorite ones. The Beachbody has great workouts. And then I also do, um, Dr. Jay Tita, he has something called Metabolic Prime, which I love. So I do one of his workouts. They're really efficient. And so I do a workout. I also have a five-minute gratitude journal. So I spend some time doing that. I have also just bought, a, um, I usually journal, and it's just a great way to get your, get your thoughts out on paper, whether it's positive or negative. It's a place to release some of the things that are just in your head. And whether it makes sense or not, just know that it doesn't matter. Just having, and I actually uh, got one just specifically for quarantine time, <laughs> just to see, thought it'd be interesting to see my thoughts and emotions during this time and keeping, keeping um, it documented. And then I also use the Calm app to meditate after I've done all that. And my last thing I do is there's one book. I try to read something positive and uplifting um, right now. And it's been for a long time. Oprah's Super Soul Sunday Sessions um, book every day. I just read one page every day and it's just something that uplifts me. And then um, usually after that, then I'll go for a walk with my dog and I'll listen to a podcast or an audiobook, And then I come home and I am ready to start the day with my family. And when I do those things, again, I feel on top of the world. <laughs> I feel much better. Today, I did I not do that though. So, and I feel <laughs> it. 
<laughs> well, no judgment here whatsoever, but, um, but no, I love, thank you for sharing all of that because again, it's giving people ideas and it's not to say that, you know, if you don't do these things, like you're not going to feel good. No, it's like really understanding yourself and what works for you and what doesn't. So, you know, I'm, I'm with you as far as the routine and it's been challenging to say the least to mm -hmm. really that right now and say like is it worth it and I remember at first I was kind of like is it uh, who cares you know like that doesn't matter and routine and it was almost coming from a, a negative place where I, I was in this place of like I don't think it matters and it was kind of like telling myself that I didn't matter and so once I realized that and then you know again things kind of started to unfold a little bit more where we knew this was this wasn't going to be something that was going to go away right away. It was like, right. we're in for the you know, longer term. I started to say, okay, well, I do <coughs> care about my health and I do care about feeling good, mm -hmm. even in this, so what do I need to do differently? And so, um, you know, for me, the morning routine has been really helpful. Um, the very first thing I do is I open my blinds. Like I open my shades and stuff. Now mm -hmm. I'm probably not getting up before the sun like I'm not getting up before sunrise so well you have like, teenagers too so <laughs> someone's not waking you up early. well yeah but and I do have dogs and stuff but it's like but for me it was kind of like I had to really make sure that I got the natural light in the room because it kind of was like okay you know what get out of bed and go right. and my coffee was up the night before so I know it's waiting for me and then um that routine of knowing that even if say you're not working right now if um, you know, or if you're working from home, that your, your list of things to do might look very different right now, mm -hmm. but still give you something to accomplish for right. the day. It could be something with your family. It could right. be something where you want to find a recipe or whatever, like, but just like you said, putting it down and saying, I'm going to spend my time doing things today that mean something to me. And right. the rest feel good to be like playful and spontaneous and see what happens and take right. it easy. Totally makes sense. So um, I hope that whoever's listening is taking a few ideas from what you shared um, and trying them. Like, just try it because you might not have ever done, you know, maybe use the Calm app or thought about a gratitude journal. Like, those could be things that all of a sudden you're like, huh, I, that actually works for me. So, yeah, yeah. I agree. And I, again, and it's funny when I reflect on it in my journal, I reflect and I go, wow, I feel so good. I got up. I, I, I need to remember to do this every day. And, and there's days I give myself grace and I said, you know what? I just didn't feel it today, but I realized that power of that routine um, and taking time for self-care is so important. And those of you that are listening, if you want to try the gratitude, like I, um, I like pen to paper. I really do. <laughs> um, but the, the, I use the five minute, is it the five minute journal? It's the five minute journal and there's a five minute journal app and it's free and you can use it um, too. And then they also have a five minute journal that I got on Amazon for $5, but they'll ship it to your house. <laughs> yeah. That's that's super awesome. And, um, and, and I know that you also, you've got a, a group coaching coming mm -hmm. up specifically mm -hmm. for, I think for 21 day detox. Can you tell our listeners about that as well in case they're interested? Yes. So coming up, I am doing a 21 day sugar detox, which is something that I normally, I run groups throughout the year. And I was, I will admit, I was telling Robin this too. I was like, you know, I, I paused for a moment thinking, do people really want to have a 21 day sugar detox during this quarantine stay at home mandate? But then 
the more that I'm hearing, uh, you know, my, some of my favorite people speak about, you know, making sure we're eating well and not stressing and, and exercising, the more I have a drive to make sure I get this message out that I want to help others. I want to help others learn how to change their lifestyle for the better. So I was like, you know what? I got to do it. I have a calling and I'm putting it on sale, on sale actually, because I want to offer, I want to make sure that it's available uh, to, to most people. So I am starting my group. I have a pre-detox meeting starting Thursday. I think is Thursday the 16th? 13th. Yeah, right? Is Thursday the 16th? Next Thursday um, is my first. It's called the pre-detox meeting. So it's the meeting that sets you up uh, for the detox. And we are starting the virtual group coaching at the official detox starts um, Monday, April 20th. And it goes through May 10th. So it's 21 days of your life. We do virtual live coaching calls. We have a private Facebook group where I take you step-by-step step on how to kick the sugar and processed food out of your diet. And you're probably thinking, well, how on earth do you do that when we're like, we have limited access to the grocery store? Well, that's going to be my focus is how to do this while we're on the stay-at-home mandate. So we're going to be a little creative. We're going to help each other learn how to uh, meal plan with limited resources, but we're going to do it. We're going to support each other through, the, through exercise, mindset, and, um, and nutrition, and all the good things to promote health and wellness. That's awesome. And I love that you're making it like, again, specific to what's going on, because by the way, you're doing it too. Like you're in it, you're in the same situation as all of your clients wanting to maintain that health and wellness and, and, you know, focusing on that in the current situation. So, um, given your background, your love for teaching, I know you're going to break it down for people, make it really accessible, um, and do what you do best. So can you please tell our listeners how they can find you, how they can sign up for the detox and just like where to get all these amazing nuggets of information because you've got so much valuable information to share. Yes. Well, a couple of uh, places you can find me. I do have an Instagram handle and Robin, I'm sure do you have show notes. You can put in the show notes. Yep. It's bit healthy, happy you with the underscore in between. I know that's not fun to have an underscore in between each word. <laughs> And it's the letter U. You can also find uh, more information on my website at fit, healthy, happy, and then the letter U.com. And you can explore all that you need to know about the 21 day sugar detox and the group that I offer and all the dates and, and the session times and all that good stuff. And you can purchase the, um, and you can register there and purchase uh, group coaching there as well. And I also offer private health coaching too. So not everybody loves to work in a group. Some people like to do more one-on-one. I also private, also private 20, offer private 21 day sugar detox coaching as well as private um, health coaching as well. That's so awesome. There's so much here. I will definitely put the, um, the media handles, the social media handles into the notes so people know where to find you, how to look for your website and all of that great stuff. Um, in the meantime, thank you so much for being on the show. I love spending time with you, talking all of this great stuff that we used to do all the time as I neighbors. I miss so you. <laughs> I miss you too. I do. And we don't like live that far away, but, um, but no, just everything that you've shared again, there are just so many great nuggets of information here for people to inspire them to, you know, just do one thing to improve 
health and wellness, and um, it really can make a difference. So you've inspired me. Thank you so much for that. Um, you inspire you me too. <laughs> I appreciate that. Uh, but if you're listening, um, I so appreciate you taking that time. If you want to share this, maybe you know somebody that wants to, you know, make a change to their health and wellness, please do share this episode, um, subscribe. And in the meantime, with love and laughter, have a great day.